0: Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets here on Friday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down one at 5.95. March soybeans up one and a quarter at 13.39 and three quarters. March Chicago wheat is down three and three quarters at 7.76. March Kansas City wheat down one and three quarters at 8.11. March spring wheat is up three and a half cents at 9.95. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a rating. Leave me a review if you have not already. If you're watching on YouTube, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button and help me to grow this channel. My goal is to get to 5,000 subscribers in 2022. We're at about 3,400. I think we can do it. If you need some additional assistance from me, guys, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. I've got a subscription service. You should check it out. It's $49.99 per month. Uh, it includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. That's uh, every overnight headline you need to be aware of uh, most of the weather information that you need to be aware of all my grain marketing recommendations Uh, as part of that subscription service you will see all of my subscriber only videos I do a new subscriber only video every single day yesterday I had a very candid uh, conversation regarding put options and how they work in regard to grain marketing I've handled brokerage business for many many years Um, I've seen every scenario out there in regard to options and and I talked very candidly about how put options work and how a lot of times they don't work when it comes to grain marketing. So if you're interested in this sort of thing, guys, there's a lot of educational type material. There's a lot of grain marketing specific material. Uh, Certainly give that subscription deal a shot Soybean export sales fell to a marketing year low last week. Really no good at all here. Only 524,000 metric tons for the current marketing year. That was down 35% versus the prior week. It was down 56% versus the prior four-week average. Uh, China's still the biggest buyer here, but uh, not a good-looking print at all. Export pricing indicating that uh, the U.S. export window is very quickly closing. Uh, We know that Brazil is going to have an early harvest this year. Accumulated soy soybean sales for the marketing year are down 24% versus last year. USDA projects that soybean exports uh, by the end of August will be down only nine and a half percent versus last year. So I think we've got a problem here. Uh, I would not be surprised at all to see USDA reduce its soybean export projection in future reports. Uh, Corn sales were very good last week, 1.27. That was up 27% on the week. Um, Corn sales are are looking good in terms of uh, where we should be. We are down 6% versus last year. USDA is projecting a 9% decline overall. Wheat sales were not good, uh, just under 200,000 for the week. That, that was down 53% on the week and down 43% from the prior four-week average. Uh, wheat sales are also kind of problematic here. They're down 23% year over year. USDA is projecting that wheat exports uh, sales will decline by only 13%. So we've got some problems in regard to soybean sales and uh, wheat sales as well. President Biden did talk with uh, Russia's president, uh, Vladimir Putin, yesterday. Biden reportedly warned Putin that Russia's aggressive military buildup near the Ukraine border could force NATO to move troops into Eastern Europe. He reiterated that any further violation would exact serious costs and consequences. Uh, One White House official said this following the call. One is a path of diplomacy leading toward a declaration of the situation, and the other is a path that is more focused on deterrence, including serious costs and consequences should Russia choose to proceed with a further invasion of Ukraine. When asked about the situation, experts and uh, those in the know had kind of divided opinions here. Uh, Some people think that An invasion is imminent. Some people think it's not going to happen. Some people are kind of on the fence. So I don't think there's really anything new here today following this call. Uh, We had kind of differing opinions following the call from both sides. South American weather still uh, a concern here. The next seven days will be pretty warm and ha- offer, offer really only scattered rains for these problematic areas of southern Brazil, Argentina, and Paraguay. Some of these areas have seen rainfall recently. That's part of the reason the markets have been off. Um, so this next seven days really not that great. It's when you go out into that second week of January and you look at this GFS through January 15th or so that you see a lot more rain, especially in southern Brazil, especially in Paraguay, a little bit more in some of these key soybean growing areas of Argentina here. So I think that the uh, South American weather situation is being read as kind of a bearish item here. And that's part of the reason why we've seen weakness in the market, certainly. Uh, Russia may export some more wheat. Sovicon says that they'll export 30, 34.1 million metric tons, which is up just marginally from their previous estimate. Uh, Sovicon's a very well-followed group. They said this, after a period of sluggish exports in the second half of November, exports of wheat from Russia began to speed up. Uh, the Russian government had has discussed putting some sort of quota limitation restriction on wheat exports, although all of the chatter is that the numbers that they're discussing are not restrictive. So I don't think we're going to see any major restriction in regard to Russian wheat exports here for the moment. U.S. jobless claims remain historically very low. Weekly claims fell to 198,000 last week. That's an extremely low print historically. Uh, We've seen a handful of claims over the last few weeks below 200,000. The four week moving average in U.S. jobless claims is one hundred ninety nine thousand two hundred and fifty. That is the lowest since October of 1969. So the numbers reflect an extremely tight labor market. Um, if you are a laborer or a skilled laborer here in the United States or really any sort of laborer at all, uh, this economy is actually very good for you in some respects. Uh tons of jobs out there. Wages are going up. The flip side of that, of course, is that we have inflation. Um, if you're a business owner and you have to buy inputs for whatever business it is, uh, you know that you have supply chain issues. So lots going on here, but the labor market is uh, very good and very tight. This jobless claims chart uh, will go down as as one of the, the most astounding things from the COVID era, that jobless claims spiked to 6 million in April of 2020, when we had never even hit a number above a million prior to that historically. So it's really an incredible situation, But but demand for labor is good. The labor market is very, very tight. OPEC says that it will stick to its Existing policy or, or plans that they didn't say it yet. This is, is what sources are indicating. Uh, uh, OPEC sources indicating that they'll kind of stick to the plan here at the moment. I have not heard of any moves to change course, said one OPEC source. Three other OPEC sources said no change to this deal were expected. The general plan here is a 400,000 barrel per day increase. Um, uh, 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 for the next uh, several months here, and OPEC has essentially resisted calls from Washington to boost output. They're just sticking to policy. I think OPEC is worried uh, that they could get caught in some sort of spring 2020 type debacle, given these COVID issues. You know, if you start to see lockdowns and and say some other variant that's a lot more dangerous than this this most recent variant, uh, they could have some issues there certainly. So I think that's the deal in regard to OPEC. The uh, cattle market yesterday was mixed. We had a lower trade in the fat cattle, higher trade in the feeder cattle market. Uh cash cattle has been pretty light this week. It's a holiday week. 138 to 141 uh through yesterday. And the outside markets this morning, the S&P, or I'm sorry, the US dollar is about flat. The S&P's down 8 points. The Dow's off 80, bonds up a little bit. Uh precious metals just up just a little bit. The March crude oil contract in the WTI down a dollar 51 at 75.10. Have a wonderful New Year's, guys. I will talk to you on Monday in 2022.